Team Athletics Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Cognitori, and we got my guy Q in here. But more importantly, we have the pleasure of having internet sensation, King of Dave and Busters, former D1 Hooper, Steph Weezy with us today. How's it going, Steph? This is facts, man. It's going good, man. How y'all doing over there? I'm doing well, man. What's up? You're in Atlanta right now, right? Yep, I'm in Atlanta, the A-Town down. You know, quick vacation. Let's let's run. Well, you're with Vincent Greer today, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually with. He's actually at the pool as we speak. Yeah. Okay. I just. He's probably gonna be walking in here any minute. <laughs> I literally just texted him, see if he was gonna pop in or not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's, let's bring it back. You're from Minnesota. You went to Roosevelt. Give Correct. Give us a rundown of all that, because I mean, you were all state honors. You were a McDonald's honorable mention. I think you yeah. had almost 24 points a game, five rebounds. How many assists? Yeah. To be honest with you. I wasn't that good at passing unless it was off the backboard to myself on some T-Max stuff. But um, it was up there. I had a, I had a few assists, man. It's probably about three or four. I don't know. You, had, uh, you also played in uh, four All-Star games. You were the MVP of one of them. Yep. Yeah, dang. You got all the stats. I remember that one, too. MVP of conference, junior and senior year. Yes, sir. So, so let me know what happened, though, because you went JUCO. What was yeah. going on with the recruiting process back then? To be all honest with you, I was a um, man. I was very active in the streets, man. So like my whole lifestyle was like I was halfway in, halfway out. I didn't even think I was gonna graduate from school. Like my whole like I was I was I was just I was out there, you know. And people didn't know about me. They was like, man, he ain't serious. He is, but he's not. He's not gonna make it. But uh, that's what that's what that situation was. I had to go JUCO. I had to go to JUCO route, so I didn't have no real looks. Okay, so yeah. tell me why you went to where you went in JUCO? Because you told oh, me there was a um. That's it's crazy because the the head coach I forgot his name and I know that's but his uh the head coach for De La Salle. Okay, he told Scott Janander, which is the head coach at uh, San Jacinto, well was the head head coach. He told him about me. And then he started recruiting me from there. So I also had, I was supposed to go, a lot of people don't know this, I was supposed to go to Mount Zion. Really? I had everything up and rolling, but my grandma, you know, she was raising me as well as my mom, but she didn't know. She was like, why would you go back to high school? I'm like, mom, reclassifying so I can go, you know, get yeah. way better looks and, and a whole nother level. But she didn't understand that because I had a, uh, already had the scholarship waiting for me. She's like, no, you're going to go to college. And I'm like, okay, I'm not even going to argue with you. But I was really supposed to go to Mount Zion. With, That's crazy. Uh, AJ Wilson, yeah, that would have been a big move for me too. Yeah, would have. That would have been crazy. Yeah. Are Are you young then for your age? Yeah, no, I'm. I was. I was. The, I was. I'm on point. Yeah, I was. on point. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was on point with the age. Well, so I know when you went to uh, San Jacinto. In San Jacinto, man, San Jack. Jacinto. No disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> but but the biggest thing is you gave Jimmy buckets twenty five or thirty in the game back then. It's so easy. Yeah, he actually, it's funny because I just seen Jimmy Butler a couple years ago at uh, Michael Jordan. He had a party at one of the All-Star weekends because, you know, I'm cool with uh, a lot of those Internet dudes that plugged up. Long story short, I seen him at the party and all my Internet buddies, they didn't believe me. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you Famous Lowe's. So Famous Lowe's my guy. And um, I used to tell him, like, man, I'm cold. Like, I used to give people buckets, but I never showed him no film or nothing. But we got to the Michael Jordan party and I seen Jimmy Butler. It was him, Kyrie Irving a couple other pros, but 
uh, I remember I was talking to him like, you remember me from um, San Jack? He's like, yeah, I remember you. And he's like, and then we just was reminiscing. And then I was like, didn't I give you buckets? Like, you know, and squashed all that. He's saying, loves like that. Okay, I got that certified stamp, you know? Kyrie there, Jimmy there. You know, I dunked on his big man. Yeah, we used to go at it though. Jimmy Butler was <laughs> nice, but he definitely know me. Yeah, no, no internet, no joking. It was straight buckets. Was you that remember me when I had braids? This <laughs> different. That was a different person. <laughs> was that was that freshman year or sophomore year? Uh, sophomore year. Okay. We played both years, I believe. I don't know. I I, I just remember Jimmy sophomore year at uh, San Jack. I mean, because he he actually shots out to him. He hit a game winner on us at their court. Okay. Then he came back to the Jack, blew him out by like 35, dunked on his big man right before halftime, ran in the locker room. He a seven-footer, but I ain't going to throw that all in there. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is facts. And I had about a 30 ball. We could look it up if we if the internet go back that far because, you know, I'm a little old. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so that year you guys were 23 and 8. You yeah. averaged 15 and 4, 5 and 3 boards, 49.4% from the field, 44% from three. Come on now. That's pro. That's pro numbers. That's pro 40, numbers. Forty-four leading, from three, a leading scorer on the team, and I'm playing with all all monsters. So who's hitting all you up there after that season? Who's all hitting you up? Who? What you mean? All the schools. Why oh you man, play? I had I had you a lot of schools. I had Baylor. I had Texas Tech. Um, Nebraska. U of M came to see me and I fumbled that because I didn't do that well that game. But it's crazy because how I ended up going to the school, that same recruiter recruited me to where he went. Okay. But um, who else did I have? I had a lot of schools. I don't, I can't remember. I got to go back and look through them letters. Cause you know, I, I used to I keep them letters. So, you know, I used to, I used to always go to the, um, to the office, see what letters I got. I'm like, who, who watching me now? Is it Duke? Is it NC? Never got them, but you know what I mean? <laughs> it was always exciting to see who was checking me out. Well, here's a name I want to ask you about, James Ware. Oh, yep. Him. It's a Minnesota connection right there, right? Yep. He's the one that threw me to uh, – he's the one that recruited me. So he, he's the one that pulled you to Utah, though, right off the bat. Yep, that's correct. So yep. tell me about all that because I know he actually dipped out after your one year there because he went to go yeah. be an assistant – and was it in Cali or where do you end up going? Yep, Santa Clara. Okay. So tell yeah, us about you good. Walk me through that. I'm going to tell you the whole play with that too because James Ware, smooth brother, man. He got me good. He gave me on a recruiting trip. You know, I go out to Utah first and foremost. You know, me coming from the city, I'm like, no way in the world. I'm just thinking the free trip. I'm about to go get the free food. I'm about to go see the girls, see what they had. You know what I mean? But whole time, uh, James Ware was just smooth, man. He was vibing out with me. Listening to the music I like to listen to, you know, buttering me up. <laughs> and he got me, man. He got me to sign out there. But let me tell you the funny thing about that. The whole reason that I went out there was for James Ware. You know, I knew the, the school. I'm like, okay, good record, good school, good, really nice people. You know, I thought it would be a good um, focusing point. I'm like, all right, I can get out here, get away from the city and be more focused on, you know, basketball and, and school. But the first week, I'm out there, you know, I'm super bored. I'm like, there's nothing to do out here. There's just mountains and stuff, stuff I appreciate now. But back then I'm like, this is the board. I can't, who, how could you live out here? Mm -hmm. So I'm super bored. I leave, I leave the first week. And um, I went back to Minneapolis. I'm like, F this, I'm gone, man. But I, I gassed them up. 
what I mean by gas, like I told the coaches, like I just need some time to get back to home. I'm, I'm a little homesick. I'm going to come back. But in my mind, really, I'm leaving. I'm like, man, I'm gone. I'm back to the <laughs> But check this out. First day I get back, <laughs> I go back up to my local park with all my boys, and um, we got shot at. You know, we shooting dice. We got shot at. I'm like, all right, you know what? That's God giving me a sign. Um, I'm, I'm back. I'm ready to slide back. <laughs> Fly right back out there. But it gets it gets crazy. So I slide back out there, and probably like two weeks into, um, into you know, we're just doing um, individuals and just working out. Right before, a week before school starts, James Ware leaves. He got another job. You know, this is the business side of it. And, you know, I, I was mad at the time, but now that I look back at it, I'm like, hey, it's business, and, and this is this is a move for you and your family. You know, it's a better job offer, and, and I understand. So now I'm stuck out there mm -hmm. with nobody. And this As is the only thing. You're I thinking, like, yo, I came out here for you. Yeah, now I'm stuck. I'm out here in, in Utah, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Come on, dog, Utah. But you know what I mean? It's like I'm by myself from the city. Yeah. But that's how that play went. And um, yeah, James Ware, man, got me out there. Good brother, though. I like James. Well, and it starts off like you have a slow start out there to begin with, because you break your pink, you dislocate your pink. Man, in the scrimmage. But this is this is the part that I wanna I wanna really come at you about. Cause I know you got suspended. Yeah. For alcohol. How you gonna let some cops catch you? A kid from Indiana um, can't outrun the Utah cops? Let me tell you how stupid I was back in the day. First and foremost, this is the funny story because I don't even tell. <laughs> this is so funny. So I'm at the party. You know, I'm 20. My birthday's two weeks away, remind you. I'm about to be 21. I can drink legal. It didn't matter. I'm getting drunk. I'm in a party. Hey, all I hear is cops is here. I'm from the city. First thing I do, I run out the back door drunk, remind you. So I don't know what's going on. All I hear is cops. I run out the back door. So everybody's just calm in the house. I'm trying to get away. Like I just did something crazy. I jump over the fence. Who's right there? Police. Police. Just looking at me like, look at this drunk dude. <laughs> then, um, you know, they get to handcuff me. So I, my, my finger was broke at the time. Remind you, right? Or it was in a cast. I'm screaming, ah, oh, my finger. I'm really trying to get the sympathy release. Like, you know, just let them go. No, they take me to jail. <laughs> I'm screaming, though, like, ah, oh, my finger. Let my, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I really took it there. Big acting, big Oscar, trying to get the Oscar award. <laughs> thinking the police going, in my mind, they're going to release him. Oh, he's good. He's bad. No, they booked me. I'm in a joint. Um, you know, I'm, I go to jail. I'm, I'm looking through the phone book, trying to call the head coach. You know, nothing discreet. I'm going straight to the head coach. I know his last name, Moral. Let me look up Stu Moral. You know, I'm, I'm ready to call him. Hey, get me out of this. But, uh, yeah, man, went to the joint, man. Don't, don't mind. It was a minor possession. I got a ticket. I ended up having to do STS. Came out of my pocket. I came out $1,000. Damn. Yeah. Did Stu just laugh his ass agree. off at you or what? Yeah, no, nah, Stu. I, Stu was just like, man. He was like, I know you're in college, you're going, this is it. He put me in office, like, pretty much, man, I know what it is. But, you know, the politics, I got to do something to you because, you know, you all in the newspaper, you know? Mm -hmm. Utah State basketball player can't wait for this. And we had okay. conversations about it, and I was like, okay, I understood. And um, just got suspended for a couple games. But it worked out because my pinky was already bad, too, so. Yeah. It's like really, it was it messed me up too because it was a big old cast, so it messed up my shot a little bit. But I was still, you know, cashing out. 
We gonna get later into the story. Yeah, we, you, were, you were splashing. I, I still can't believe you got caught by some Utah cops, bro. I thought Man, they were crazy. they were waiting on me. So just imagine someone drunk in their mind, and I'm jumping over a fence. Come on, now I just did the big fence jump. You know, gladiator fence jump, flipped over there. I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm the only one getting out of here. No one in the party even got a ticket. I'm the only one. Now everybody watching me scream like a ho. I mean. A buster to try oh. to get out the jam. So it was the embarrassing. It, it didn't go as planned. <laughs> this podcast is explicit. Class. <laughs> I'm sitting there talking to him. He's like, no, nah, you gotta, you know, this is, it might not be a problem now, but later in life, now I understand what he's saying. I'm like, whoa, he was right. Between us, what was it like on campus the next day? Like, were you able to be like, bro, it was, a, it was a minor or was it like everybody, you know, the reason why I say this, we had a, a guy on here and I know you know Tuck. Tuck had yeah, issues out at Iowa. Yeah. So, like, he said, because it's the only freaking, like, team in the whole town of Iowa, or the whole state of yeah. Iowa, I, mean, I should say. Oh, yeah. He was like, everybody's staring at me. He's like, I can feel it. Like, everybody's looking at me crazy. At Utah, yeah. she got the jazz. But, I, yeah. mean, I mean, was that kind of a weird thing on campus after all that went down? Yeah, no, nah, not for me, because, you know, me coming from, like, the environment I did, I didn't care. It's like, whatever, man. I did this. I, I did way worse stuff in my life. So I didn't really feel the, you know, from the team I did, you know, I had to go in there and give the big fake sob story to all my teammates. I apologize. You know, this is a, I don't know how I let y'all down. Man, I messed up, y'all. You know what I mean? Yeah, he I wasn't sorry. <laughs> nah, man, I was going to go do it again. Hey, shout out my boy, David Hicks, real quick. This is just a quick little, you know what I mean? I know y'all know this face. Come What's on, up, man? Runs. How you doing? What's up, brother? Walking what up, what up? bucket. Walking oh. bucket. Yep. Y'all got y'all gotta get Dave on here. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So uh yeah, it, it wasn't no problem to me, but I, I went up to the team and I apologized to him, you know, letting the team down and yeah, but uh, yeah, I was right back at it. <laughs> I'm just playing. I calmed down after that for a minute. I calmed down a lot. I just waited until I was 21. And then I yeah, just waited two weeks. Out. Waited two weeks. Yeah, waited two weeks. I was 21. Now I'm drinking looking at the police. What's up? <laughs> Give me. You wanna see my ID? I'm not <laughs> Well, that season, though, you guys had a hell of a season. Would you yeah. guys finish that year? Wasn't it, like, the best record you guys had had in Come on, man. I'm, years? I'm not – the best record they had in history. That's I'm just saying, was. this ain't – this can't be no coincidence. 30 wins, right? One year, and y'all had the best record in the whole history of the, the, of the basketball program? Come on, now. And they ain't got my statue up there. That's crazy. That's what, you know, they had the audacity. I just went out there like two years ago. They had the audacity to take me off of the, uh, the team poster. I'm walking through the hallways like, oh, this is my team. This is my class. I helped y'all get to the, you know, and y'all took me out the picture. That's crazy. Yeah. And I got y'all the best record that y'all ever had. They t- are you for real? They really took y'all? Yeah, I was. I really felt some type of way about that. I almost, I almost put my own picture up there. I was like, you know what? Give me some duct tape. I'm about to. I got me messed up. Right, jersey up there, everything. Thirty and five. Well, the, the crazy thing too is that you you shot forty two point six percent. You led the team. Yeah. Yeah. At that that shot, man. And I tell you, it's some of my. Well, one of my favorite things that I read about is you gave PG. 22, he had 16, Paul George. You're the reason why he's in the league. I am the reason why he's in the league. I sent Paul George to the league, man. I'm going to tell you why and how. I'm going to break it play by play. You know, I'm seeing him. You know, that's the same year he dunked on a dude on ESPN. He's getting all this hype. You know, I'm sitting back watching him. I'm like, man, this kid really got what it takes, you know, to get to the league. You know what I'm saying? And, and as I as we started the game, it was uh, it was the 
what is that called to play for the uh your conference it was a conference championship it was the game before the championship i believe but i'm looking at them i'm like you know what i'm gonna teach this boy a lesson i'm gonna get him out of here long story short i get out there instant buckets i'm talking Back to back three, splack, 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 splack. I'm just shooting from all around the court. I'm, I think I dunked on someone. I don't remember. It was a, it's a lot of stuff going on in that game. You know, I'm just three over here, layup over here. After the game, you know, I had 20-some. I'm, you know, it was nothing to me. I just pulled him to the side after we shake hands. I'm like, hey, look at me. You, young fellow. I say, get out here. Get to the league. Go get you some money. Take care of your peoples, man. You don't need to be here. He looked me dead in my eyes. He said, you're right. I sent him on his way. Now he's in the league doing all types of big stuff. But I ain't going to brag about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you that Hey, it's funny. I was with him, and I told him that, too. It was, he was cracking up. I was actually with him in L.A. because my boy Famous Los knows him personally. So we all went out together, and I was talking about it. He's like, yeah, what you doing now? I was like, oh, you know, I'm on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that I was going to say overseas. I'm like, no, I left that ball alone, man. I let, I let y'all take it on the court and get sweaty, man. I don't do that no more. <laughs> the crazy thing is you were six for eight from three in that game, too. Yeah. I can't believe the ones I did miss. They were rimmed out. Yeah, that was a good game, man. That was, that was one of those games where I, I really showed them, like, man, I can do this. You know, give me the... Give me the ball more, but it was it was a system, so I couldn't even be I couldn't even play like that. Like everybody on our team was like on an even playing field. The play went through you, and you were open. You uh, it was man, it was a great offense, man. Shout out to that team. It was just an overall great just basketball system, man. We emphasize screens a lot. What a lot of people don't understand, like we emphasize screens so much in practice, and I believe that's a uh, that's a reason we were so effective, man, with our offense. We did so shooting, well. I mean, you guys are shooting 50% from threes in like half your games. Which That's, is man. That's before yeah. the league was doing that kind of shit. Yeah, we, man, we we gave them a run for their money, man. And the teams we did lose to were some factors, you know? It wasn't no. You, you crazy. Like, go ahead. You go ahead. Literally, but I'm going to tell you how, how. Because every team was good we played, man. I don't care. Every team could have beat us any given night, man. But, like, I want to say at least 12 of those games came down to the last second shot, and we won with a last second shot. And I remember this vividly. I'm like, damn, we just got past. We just we hit them with a buzzer beat. We just won that game. But that's just how it goes, especially with the competition, man. Like, everybody is good. But, yep, your turn. <laughs> well, it's crazy to, to think about, like, who you guys played. I mean, you played Paul George, Jimmy Butler, Damian Lillard, Jimmer Fredette, when Jimmer Fredette was that dude. You know, yeah. and Babbitt was that dude back then, too. Wesley Man. Matthews, Patty Mills, James Nunley. Yep. Like, you guys played a lot of Hoovers. Yeah, we that, sure did. That conference was tough, man. What, what do you think when you look back and you see them names? Like, it's, like, it's funny because I didn't even remember that I played them. Like, someone had to tell me, like, oh, you played against Damian Lillard. And I'm like, I probably didn't even recognize him. He didn't do nothing to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Luke Babbitt, they, they was, uh, man, factors, man. Luke Babbitt, Armand Johnson. There were some players, man. Jimmy Butler. I remember the Marquette, the whole team, they were just good. That, that other one was that Jarrell McNeil. He was a he was good. Jarrell McNeil. Yeah, we had him. Nevada was so good, too, man. We beat Nevada. You know, I went off on them, but they were a really good team, man. But what was it like? Because you went to the second round of the tournament, the NCAA tournament. 
No, we yeah. got knocked off on the first one. They got us by one point. That was Marquette, Marquette on the first one? I thought that was the second round. No, they got us on the first round. They knocked us off by one point. We were up by six. This is why I say, man, I'm, I was questioning. I'm like, hold up, man. There was a lot of late fouls in that game. and We were up six. Like, it was just a lot of, like, hold up. How did that switch that quick? But I ain't going to get too deep into that. No, I don't know. I'm just saying. Tell us. Uh, yeah, we want to know. They, they got us by one. I don't know. We were up by six, and then it just started. It was a lot of touch fouls that started happening that were really questionable. I'm like, hold up now, you know. I don't know. Vegas, I don't know. I'm just saying. That's what it looks like in the NBA right now. We so had that game. We had that game. You know the refs can control the game. Tell me some of your favorite moments from that season. Um, One of them most definitely. Oh, the, by far it was uh, Nevada. When we played Nevada and I scored like eight points in uh, one minute. Yeah. When I tell you, I never felt that type of energy in my life. Through the crowd, like, I was in the zone because I did this plenty of times at the park. But when you got 10,000 fans screaming, going crazy, every shot you hit, now it's a different type of energy, vibe. Like, I want to go back to that moment. You know what? I'm meditating on that moment from here on out because I'm going to just, you know what I'm saying, use that and connect it with something in the future, manifest that into my life. But, yeah, that moment yeah. right there. It went layup, then it went three, then you hit him with a three again. And did they try to fight you guys right after that? What you mean? Did like, they try uh, to actually, like, try to fight you guys? Oh no, that was later on in, in, in the um that was later on in the future. So Utah and, and Nevada fought like ten years later. So okay. I, I just said, you know, I sparked it all up. You know what <laughs> I mean? I knew it was me. Cause they probably was watching YouTube, seeing Step Weeds, and I just said the feud just went on from there. You know what I mean? I know I had something to do with that. I sparked that flame. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was crazy. If y'all could go if y'all go on YouTube right now, type in my name, Stevon Williams. Versus Nevada, you're going to see some. I've seen it. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> I've seen yeah. it. He goes off. Microwave, bro. He, he's that, so quick. That feeling, it was no better feeling than that. Like, it was just like the, the crowd, just the like energy the in there. I felt it just. <sighs> Were you so after that when they called that timeout? Yeah, they pushed my, my teammates pushed almost pushed my shoulder out. I'm like, hold up. Is he hating on me, man? Hey, I got a question. Yeah. Uh. What size were those those tall tees underneath that jersey? <laughs> oh man, I needed those to cover up the little guns, man. That was probably a three X white tee. Yeah, you in Atlanta for real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm out here, man. I was with the white tee boys, <laughs> franchise boys. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, that big T. After after those memories, then was it? Was it a lot to do with Utah, just in general, the situation with James leaving and, and, like, walking away from all that? Even though you're telling me, like, how crazy it was seeing them fans, was it hard to walk away from Spectrum crowd like that? Yeah, it was really hard, to be honest, man. Now that I look back at it, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to go to another school. I'm going to just go to the NBA after that. And it didn't really matter. But I think that was, like, that was a – everyone was telling me at the time, too, like, man, you're going to regret this move, man. And – Sad to say, I do. I was like, man, I should have stayed there. I should have thugged it out. I would have been in such a great position. They went back to the tournament. You know, I probably would have went to the league straight out of there, to be honest, with how I was playing. And then them giving me the, the green light, or at least the, you know, the senior mm -hmm. love, because they were doing that. Man, Same so coaches, everything. What made you do it then? Was it really you just didn't want to be in Utah or what? 
I'm going to be honest. To be honest, I had a girlfriend, man, and it was a mixture of just everything. I had a girlfriend back in Texas that I was deeply in love with. I was like, man, I want to be back by you. Um, that whole situation, I didn't want to be out in Utah like that. It was just boring every day in my mind. You know, just I was just unhappy with uh, basketball wasn't that fun. You know, it was more like a job. Mm -hmm. And I never really trained and I never really was disciplined like that throughout my basketball career. So when I finally did get to the D division one, I, I seen what it was like on like a, like really on it. You know what I mean? Like we had to do weights. We had uh, individuals. Then we had practice. We had conditioning. Some of these things were all in the same day. And after that we had study hour. So I had no time to myself, you know, it was like a real job and I started to not like it. I'm like, man, this isn't, this isn't as fun as, you know, this ain't fun like Juco. Like, you know, we'll go out and then I'll come out, have 30, you know, mm -hmm. go to practice. Our practices were short, only an hour and a half. We're out of there. We get into the point, out of there. But D1, it just was like, oh, man, this, this is too much on the board. So what, I mean, did you have people in your life that were trying to mentor you? Like, bro, this is what you need? Or you were just out here on your own doing it all? I was doing it all, man, by myself. I was all on my own, my own decisions. You know, my mom definitely supported me, my grandma, on whatever decision I did make. So they, you know, I was the man, and, you know, no one could tell me nothing. You know, I, I would probably have people even telling me, like, hey, this should be a good uh, a good move for you to stay, but I wouldn't listen. You know, I just, I'm doing whatever I want. That was just, like, my young mentality back then, especially coming from the streets, definitely no one could tell me nothing. Like even I, I, it was sad because I was even get, I used to get into it with, well, I'm going to tell you a situation. I got into it with my, uh, with, not the trainer, the conditioning coach, no, the weight coach, weight training coach, whatever. Long story short, it was, um, cause I never had a male figure in my life talk to me the way, like I felt disrespected. You know, he was like, he tried to tell me to do something, but it was like a, a yelling and I like turned it instantly like, it turned me down. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to do that for nothing. And I like told him like snap, but then he brought me in the office and then we had a conversation, man to man. And he's like, Hey, I don't mean it like that. And we just had to understand it. But like, I never got talked to like that. So I was like, I, yeah, who are you talking you know? to? I'm not him. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not, I never, yeah. Yeah. There's it's a lot of like stuff that I see from my childhood that, you know, a lot of growth stuff okay. now that I understood back then. You know what was crazy to me is I read the article um, where kind of you bid farewell to all the Utah State fans. And yeah. essentially you said, you know, I have a lot of love for you guys. And it, uh, you played it all on, like, I'm homesick. I want to be around my family in Texas or, or Minnesota. And yeah. the thing that was crazy, though, is, like, I have love for all of you guys, and I hope you still have love for me because there's love on my end. Yeah. And, and, like, you left the door open. You know what I mean? So, like, at the same time, that's that's mature. You yeah. know what I mean? That is that is very mature on your end to do that. But the thing that blew my mind was you were dead-ass serious, and you said, I, I don't know where I'm going to go. It's either going to be D1 or D2, but if it's not a free ride, I'm not playing. And that right. was just in the paper. Like, yeah. that blew my mind, man. I need this, these stipends, this food. I need to be living. I need to be, you know, I need all that treatment. Y'all gave me a little glimpse. I need it now, <laughs> wherever I'm going. So Pick then, me up in the airport, a limo. Nothing. Good for that. When they yeah, man, I was up in the air, man. When I went, tell me when I left. What do you mean you're up in the air? I didn't. I really didn't even. I was 
this the funny thing I was going to go to University of Houston, but they wanted me to red shirt and sit out. So I was like, it's a long time, man. Let me just get straight to the league. This is what my mindset was. I'm like, I'm going to go anywhere. I'm going to play, do my numbers, and uh, do my thing. I got a special guest real quick. Hey! What up, What's up, my man? What's up? <laughs> Y'all got a real professional scorer in here right now. <laughs> I ain't talking about myself. I'm talking about Mr. Steph Weed. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to get off the interview. I'm going to let y'all keep going. Hope everything's good. Y'all doing great. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. Yeah. You, Vince. Hey, Appreciate you, Vince. NBA, National yeah. Basketball Association. He made it, man. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. childhood basketball dream. He made it, man. That's a legend right there. <laughs> All right, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, we the basketball family stays close. You know, I like to, you know, we grow up and we just, you know, where I'm, I'm in Atlanta. Who in Atlanta? Oh, it's where? Okay, cool. What's up? Let's link, you know, basketball yep. world. <laughs> yeah. He just seen Shaq. It's funny because he just seen Shaq, uh, I believe it was yesterday. Okay. And Shaq remembered him. I forgot the nickname that he gave him, but he's probably going to do another interview to talk about it. But it was, uh, he's saying he just seen Shaq yesterday, and they were chopping it up. Like, yeah, I remember you. Like, yeah. Did he, did he tell you the, the Shaq story where um, Shaq had his hand up in the air, and, Vin, and Shaq's like, give me the fucking ball. And Vince didn't do it, took a jump shot, hit it, and Shaq wow. practiced. Just what? Said, when I put my hand in the air, you give me the fucking ball. And that was Damn. it. And then he was like, I'm sorry. Yes, sir. I'll give you, I'll give Damn. you the ball. You know, stop practice on the spot. He said, no. Go, Dang, that's that pro. See, that's the elite pro talk. <laughs> Dang. See, I want to get to that level one day. Hey, Rook, when I put my hand in the air, you give me the ball. Ball. Steph Weezy would have fired that motherfucker too. Come on, I would have fired at the next play. <laughs> you don't know who you talking to. <laughs> Big Michael Jordan, uh, Magic Johnson feud, you know? <laughs> Come on now. Well, you leave Spectrum Crowd, you then go into Angelo State instead yeah. of Houston. Tell us about that road, or that, you know, that road that you just traveled there to get there. So I went to, uh, I was visiting a lot of D2s because after I figured out I had to sit out a year going D1, I was like, all right, I'm going D2 and I'm just gonna go get to the money. I went to a, a few schools. I visited, but I, the reason that I went to Angelo State was for my boy Shavar uh, Birch, man. He was my host at San Jacinto. Mm -hmm. He hosted me, dude from New York. I'm still really close with, uh, but uh, he was. He just, we just had a we clicked like right away from New York, real funny. And um, he was at Angelo State. You know, he went D two, and um, I just went there with him. I was like, man, I'm I'm here with you, bro. We we back at it. We back like we left our keys, man. <laughs> yeah, that's why I went there. Angelo State, man, I loved it. Great. It was a great school, great coaches. Just everything, man. And you were like the MVP of the team. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a dude on my team named Marshall Corbett, man. Monster. For real. Monster. He's still overseas doing big things. He should have went to the NBA, too. But he's a monster. Me and him were like two guard. We averaging like, he was averaging like 20. I was like 15. And uh, he, he might have been a little bit higher than 20. He was cold. He had like 30 every game, matter of fact. But, uh, yeah, we our back point, our backcourt was heavy, like 40, bro. <laughs> yeah. Then after that, you're going to Australia to play. Yeah. 
How'd yep. you end up in Australia? What were you doing after college? Like, were you, were you hooping? Were you training? And then how that? I was struggling, man. I, I felt like I was in jail going to college. So when I was done with college, it was, uh, man, I just came back to the city, you know, going out partying. Just really, it, it's funny because I was waiting because I was so used to coaches hunting me down. And mm-hmm. But once you get to that next level, man, it's like if you don't have an agent, which I had a fake agent that uh, I was supposed to be on a, he promised me all this stuff. So right, like as the season was almost ending, he promised me all these camps and I was supposed to go to a um, Utah Jazz camp. Long story short, he ends up having another player that he, he's pushing and and I never goes to the camp, and that really messed me up. And I turned down a lot of offers, too, from overseas because I was thinking that I was doing that. You know, I was looking forward to that. But, yeah, so I, got, I just got burnt, man, not knowing the business, not knowing the industry, and and just thinking that everything's going to come to me when it's like, no, this is a pro level. Now you got to put in your work, you know, be in shape, being, being ready. So I stopped playing for a couple years after I didn't go right away. And I'm just, you know, I'm like going out, just clubbing, just doing, just doing me. And then I'm like, you know what? I want to get back in shape. I get in shape one month and I go to a camp. And this is funny because this is what sparked my social media career too, as well. I go to a camp in Phoenix. It was a, a, you know, one of them overseas camps, Mm -hmm. you know, get picked up. I go to the overseas camp. I'm the MVP of the camp, but the guy that's on my team is Brandon Armstrong. Okay. He's uh B he's known as B He's a huge social media influencer. He yeah. goes by B the the uh, basketball NBA impersonator. Yeah. But uh he had a video that that went viral. Uh so he was on Vine. This is Vine. He had a video that's going viral on Vine. He's like, man, do this. And I'm like, man. So he made me start my Vine too. Like, like do a Vine. I'll, I'll revine yours because he's getting so many followers. So whatever he revines, the whole world's dang near gonna see it. So he had a viral one going, and I started mine. So now I'm, like, right under him, and he's revining all my corny stuff. You know, some stuff is a hit, some stuff is a miss, but I'm learning the game yep. nonetheless. But, yeah, and uh, I, I get picked up. We, uh, Me and him, you know, we going out every night, still lead, somehow lead him to the championship, win the championship, get the MVP. You know, I get selected to go on uh, uh, the USA tour. It was a USA traveling team. So me, him, B-Dot, a few other players from the camp, we all go. We, we end up going to uh, Australia. So now we're traveling. Every janky tour, by the way. We on buses. We just, like, unorganized. I ain't going to throw them all the way under the bus. But, yeah, we're really unorganized. But we going everywhere. And then we ends up getting picked. I end up getting picked up for a team. Like, four other players get picked up. So it's like we're a big team at first, like, you know, 12, 13 players. So some people get picked up right away. And, like, all right, we need a big man. The big man staying. And we're still traveling around Australia, Melbourne, uh, Werribee, um, Sydney, just everywhere, pretty much, mm-hmm. playing different teams. And if a coach likes us, you know, we're getting picked up. Last game, I go crazy. I'm not getting no burn, so I'm, I'm getting played, really. The last game of the thing, we're playing uh, Geelong's uh, Thundercats, Supercats, or long story short, a, a really good team. I finally get subbed in the game. This is like, now I'm going crazy. I hit like threes i do one of them 20 point you know four minutes 20 point game you know what i mean type stuff but it was bad i had 20 points in like two quarters but uh the team picked me up the where be it was a where be uh, i forgot the name of the team they picked me up i'm practicing with them but 
that was my whole pro career. I didn't even play a, an official game, but, you know, I'm on the team. I'm a pro, you know, I'm mm-hmm. giving everyone buckets in there. But what happened was I left because my mother, my mother had cancer okay. this whole time. So as I, I go out there, she, she encouraged me to go. She's like, go, go chase your dream. But my whole time, my mental was just all the way off. And she's on hospice, you know, like, so we're taking care of her at the house. So that whole time, like, and I'm at practice and I'm just like, it's just sitting on my mind. Like, I can't even like really focus. I'm like, this ain't right. So I fly back to Minnesota and I just take care of my mom for like, it was like another six months before she passed. And, uh, yeah, that's why I stopped. And then three months before, well, three months before my mom passed, uh, my 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 mother of my child was like I'm pregnant, so it was like a blessing. In the same time of this miss, like it actually helped me out in so many ways. But my I was like really, like lost at this point in life, man. It was it was a very rough bump in my life. Bro, yeah. I, I didn't know. So that's why I stopped, that. man. I just stopped. It wasn't nothing, no, no injuries or nothing. I just stopped. And it's like I still got the game too. And now with like the nutri- new uh, what's it called nutrition, and now. Now that I know what I know about the body and just like the importance of stretching and, and the eating healthy, like before I, I was eating junk all day, cookies every day, milk. I'm like, dang, why do I, you know, now I know I'm like, I'm in shape. I can get in better shape than I was back then. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I still got it. I still yeah. might have to, I still might have to take it there. You might need a part two. How'd you get to the NBA at 34? <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Well, you know, I, I want to talk too about you being a dad, you know, I'm yeah. an admirer of that. The way that you interact with your kid, it, it's unbelievable, man. You, you're yeah. very good with your daughter. Like, it, it's man. crazy. That's the best thing that ever happened to me, man. She's so funny. She picks up so quick. She's just like me. It's literally like me, like a little me. She's so funny. She picks up on everything, and and she really loved me. I don't know where I'd be right now, honestly, if it wasn't for her right now. like, Because I felt like I lost it all when I'm on my mom but was gone. When I got the news, I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, most of my life, I was just, like, doing this stuff for her. Even when I went back to college, oh, yeah, I ended up going back to college and getting a degree. So that little year, I was like, man, I'm just going to get that degree and make my mom proud, you know, knowing that my family ever graduated. First one. But, yeah, man, my daughter, man, she's the next. She's special. Dude, that's awesome. Like, there's certain people you can tell are supposed to be dads, and you're one of them. I can tell by yeah. the way you guys interact, man. It's it's very cool to see, and it's something I admire for sure. You got me. I'm actually that. about to have my first kid here in November. If you got any oh, advice, congratulations, man. Yeah, appreciate you. If you got any advice, you send it my way. I need all the man, help I, I can get. I got you, get. man. You're going to have to just, just get to used to waking up every two hours for the first, <laughs> you know what I mean? For them first few months, you ain't going to get no sleep. Eh, ah. <laughs> Half sleep. <laughs> as soon as you hear that cry, <laughs> oh man, it's, it's it's dope, man. It's by far the best best thing that ever happened to me. How the hell are you juggling? You know the hoop dreams and and becoming this internet sensation and a dad and all that. And with what you do, you travel a lot because of that. Yeah. So how how are you juggling all that? How's that dynamic work? Man, it was so hard at first. I, I I just finally figured it out. Like, even with my videos, I'm just making everything make sense. So now I got a huge basketball following as well as the comedy content. So I, I dang near want to separate them two. Like, I, I was saying I was going to name myself the Internet Hooper mm-hmm. and just brand that dude. 
And then, because all I do is go and play pickup and just hit the record button, go crazy, hit shots. People be really amazed, like, man, this is this dude's going off, you know? And I'm like, this is lightweight to me, you know what I mean? Now you see what I did to Paul George? Go back and check the tapes. But you know, so I'm, I'm about to release that footage soon. I wanted to wait until I got like 100,000 followers. And I said, yep, I'm bringing that back. I'm bringing it back. And I'm showing y'all play by play. I'm doing a breakdown. That's content. That's going to be a YouTube video. 100 million views. <laughs> nah, but yeah, but it's like, I figured out how to make everything that I do make sense. So I'm like, all right, if I'm going to go hoop, I'm going to hit this record button. I'm going to post that on my YouTube channel. And I'm going to get, you know, subscribers, all that, off that. So I, in, in traveling, like, you know, it's, it's more, it's like a, a schedule, man. I'm like an entrepreneur, but I know, I know how to get it done now. Like, I, I like, crack the code, I feel. You know, I, so much trial and error. Like, I, I failed so many times, and a lot of stuff didn't work for me. So now the stuff that does work, I see why and how, and now it's just, it's just getting better and better. Would you would you say it's more about consistency than it is about uh, quality? Yep, consistency for sure. That's the that's probably the most that's the biggest thing I believe is consistency. So what? what you, consistency. So, keep going. For me, I remember um and and our guy. I want to shout out Will because Will's the reason why this happened. Will Harris. Shout out uh, Will. Daddy yeah, that's my his guy. Baby. But Will. Yeah. Will lined us up and Will Will's my guy and I remember the whole time when I was trying to do it like. You know, like when you're in that artistic view, especially at the beginning for me, it was like, man, everything has to be perfect. I'm not releasing shit until it's perfect. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. Yep. And Will was just like, bro, what are you holding on to that? You need to let it out and go do the next thing. You need to let it out yes. and go do the next thing. And he's, he just churned shit out like yes. Crazy. So what yes. was that process like for you to learn that? You Like you said, man, I, I had to get used to just throwing it out there, F it. Because everybody that I know that hasn't started are people that I'm just starting with, and I know they're getting it, but I'm like, man, just throw it out there in the universe, man. Some of my biggest hits, my biggest vines, my biggest videos, I didn't even think they were going to do anything. I'm like, ah, oh, I just threw that out there. But then end up being some of my biggest videos. And the ones that I put so much time in, I'm sitting back like, this is the one right here. Didn't do nothing. It's like, man, you got to put it out there, man, and, and, and go on to the next. But the consistency, like, shout-out to Will Harris, and I want to give a big shout-out to my boy 3Bs and Tall Guy Car Reviews. Them yeah. two dudes, man, they inspired me too, man. They they were telling me to get on it back then. And you see where they are now. 3Bs. Lambos, McLarens, Rafes. Like, that's <laughs> consistency. But they were just doing it. Like, even, like, the YouTube game. I'm going to give people a little gem, man. If you can master the thumbnail and the caption, Man, that's it. You just got to get them to come to your video. A lot of these videos are just, you know, sometimes they'll just be talking. They'll talk like we're talking right now and have a story. You won't believe what I did to Paul George. Have Paul George there and me. Yeah, check it out. You ain't going to believe it. <laughs> Sent them to the league. Yeah, but it's just, it's that consistency, man. And, and you can't overthink your stuff. Because even now, like I was telling people, I want to do a movie. In some people's eyes, you got to understand that. I understand, like, just say for shooting a movie. There's some people that know exactly what lens and, oh, he shot that with a 55. That angle was bad. It's like, no, people want content right now. They want to see something. They're not worried about how, you know, like, that's yeah. that's their passion. And that's a very, very tiny percent of the people yeah. that are looking like that. And that's the people get caught up with that in their head. Like, man, this ain't perfect. I need all this YouTube. I need the YouTube light. No, all you need is a camera. Pull your camera out and just start it. You got to, the way to 
to, to progress is, is you got to fail. Just try it. If that don't work, try something else, but keep going. You're going to learn stuff as you go. That's even me. I edit all my own videos. I do my own blogs. I just, but I, I learned trial and error. Oh, this works. This doesn't. But I see what has been helping me. The more consistent I am, the, the more growth I get. The more merch I sell, the more everything goes up. Consistency. And, merch and that's what anything real money shot. Huh? Merch is where the real money's at. Yeah, for sure, man. Merch is, I ain't gonna lie. My merch hasn't been doing that well, but my ad revenue, like I've been getting millions, bro. Like this last, these last two months on all my platforms combined, I got about 50 million views. That's awesome, man. 50 mil, man. Cracking out all organic, all organic. Awesome. Yeah, and, man. And cracking about that the merch, <clears throat> about yep. the merch where, where can we find your merch at? Oh, yeah, one of the ones.com. You can find it at uh, store, S T O R E dot Steph Weez, S T E F F W E E Z Y dot com. So store dot Steph dot com. Go grab that merch. Whoever's listening, I need it. It's helping me grow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need that ching. I need to see that cash. One of them ones. ones. Yeah, one of them ones. Man, I got it on right now. Drippy Red. Y'all heard of Trippy Red? They call me Drippy Red. <laughs> one of the ones. <laughs> Come on now, we don't stop. Grab that merch. You know, I, I want to know if any of that content's got you uh, giving Q buckets at Open Gym. Oh, oh I, haven't, I, I haven't played against them. We were on the same team the time we did run the LA Fitness, and me and him were crushing shit. Oh, yeah. He did have a clip where uh, I know he recorded. I caught caught some pass, went baseline, one hand pass to him. He splashed a three, so... That's really the only clip I got, got you on the highlight. Get back in there. We're going to make a whole highlight, me and you, man. Well, I remember, so Q started coming to my open gym. And, and I mean, I just, I'm not going to boast or anything. We're going to keep it on the down low because we don't want a bunch of randoms coming in. Only one of them ones can come. Got but, you. Invitation only type. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And, and so we brought Q on ticket. Because it's just, it's, it, then you don't have the inconsistent people who don't know how to hoop. You know Yeah, what I mean? messing up the run. Yeah. And, and so... When I told Q that I wanted you on the show, he's like, I know him. I play with him. I was like, could he come play with us or would he destroy us? What'd you think, Q? I told you he would give buckets out, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm giving out buckets like a used car dealership. I'm telling you. Man. None lying. but buckets. Everybody gets a bucket. <laughs> Man, we have to get it out there. I think you'd have fun at it. So it's, it's not I, just boonies, though, for you. It's cool. It's cool. I got a vehicle. I got gas, too. <laughs> so... <laughs> So check this out. I know how to play too. So I, I I come to the gym and I observe. I'm like, okay, I see what type of run it is. I'll pass. You know, I ain't gonna just come down and hit 33 shots in a row like I could. I feed the ball. Yeah, I would love to come run with y'all, man. Get me in. Check me in the game. Put me in the game, coach. I was trying to get Will to come out. Will won't touch a ball. Oh yeah, he Will's, quarantined Will's out. He retired. He quarantined with his mask on, ain't he? No, he just, dude. I told him. You know how he told me? He goes, it's not fun for me. He said, I was all American. It's not fun for me. To go play with guys, that's not fun for me. I already did it. Oh, Will way. Harris. Yes. Oh, he's a man. I, I, be, I see him. I said, man, I know he got bounce. I want to see some of his highlights, man, because I know he's a monster. A bull. Young bull. And I remember him telling me the story how his career sort of ended with the, the plan to pick up. That was tough, man. Yeah, he said he won't touch it. I, I was begging yeah. him, bro. It was probably like 10 years ago. I was begging him to come play some open gym. Because all of a sudden, we play with them all like, all dudes who played. You know what I mean? 
and um i said will come on out dude like you'll have fun a lot of the, the vikings would come play with us um uh, patterson so like a lot of dudes who were just freaky athletic and yeah said, i'm too good to come out there i'm all american kyle like dang he was in his bag like that well, he was just like i already did it this will not be right. fun for me playing pickup with you guys this will not be yeah. fun for you. and i was like all right fair enough i left yeah. it alone let him do his thing now yeah, he's weighthead. He's got all the weights. Yeah, I'm getting in shape in Miami, taking them selfies, buff his head. <laughs> That's my guy, man. Shout out to Will. He be on my heels too, man, just telling me about the consistency. Like, man, keep going. Keep going. Because they believed in me, man. Shout out to him, man. Will Harris was always one of those people that just always believed in me, even back then. He's like, he's he seen it. Like, man, I believe in you. Keep going. And to hear it from him, who's a genius. Yeah, he's we, we, gold of goats, man. Yeah, when you hear somebody who who's really doing it and, and you know they're they're about it, then yeah. it just gives you that much more fire, you know, fuel to yeah. the fire to keep going. Yeah, he's man, he's definitely big shout out to Will, man. Seeing him create so much magic. Oh yeah. That camera. For for nothing too, for like two hundred and fifty dollar videos, like five hundred dollar yeah. videos creating magic. I remember he was the process, man, is real, man. Even in the beginning, he used to do free videos. A lot of people don't understand that. Like, man, you got to get it. You got to see opportunity in different things, man, and just put your work out there. And he, and he loved to do it. And that money's going to come with it, you know? A lot of mm -hmm. people don't understand that. Like, I did the, I was doing these videos because I like making people laugh. Now the money's coming with it. I see it. I'm like, wow, I, I'll still do this. This is fun to me. Mm -hmm. This ain't even a job. I'm getting content out here while I'm I'm having fun. Like this is this is this is love. I'm watching my account grow. You know, I'm like, damn, I just did 120,000 views a day. Mm -hmm. That's that's ching behind that. But it's just <laughs> I, I love doing it. Now I just figured out a way to to make money to do what I love. I go hoop. I'm making money hooping. Even playing pickup. I'm making money playing pickup ball. <laughs> the cool thing too, though, is you're really good about giving back to the community. Yeah. And, and when the George Floyd murder happened and and you know our city went up in flames Man. you were out there you know giving back to the community with care packages yeah i don't know people's front doors yeah Talk i was about doing it passion. man I, I did i did my part i did what i could you know and and people were supportive even with the barbecue you know i went to the to the march i'm like hey this this is cool but also i'm like man what could i do for like the kids like i was i was seeing that they're going through so much you know and on their mind i wanted to just you know get them out music just good energy good vibes you know i reached out to a lot of people saying like you know how could we you know use my platform to you know to to help in any way Cause I didn't want to be one of them people that just sat back, you know. I always, always for my people, and always for people in general. I always want to see, you know, the better in people. And it was, it was you and Kwamity. Yeah, you got, you guys had. I mean, I remember seeing it on Facebook. You guys had bouncy houses out there. You yeah, did everything right. T tell yeah. us how you all lined up because a lot of people don't know it like that. You know, your circle only hits so far, and a lot of these people that are going to be listening aren't probably going to hear about this or haven't heard yeah. about it. Is what I mean. Yeah, let me tell you. So I did. A, uh, we did a me and Kwame. Me and Kwame. You know that he's the one that saved the guy on the bridge too, as well. But that's another part. He, um, we. So he was like, man, let's do this. You know, let's do a get back. And the whole time, I, I, I said, I'm gonna. I was just funding it myself. I said, we're doing it. I'm gonna pay all my pocket. You know, for everything. I'm talking about food, just everything. But um, people was like, hey, how can I donate? So people start shout out to Go Room. A lot of different people uh, started just donating 
to me, like, here, cash happening. And long story short, I came up with all the money plus like $100, which, you know what I mean? Probably pocketed that. I ain't going to say that. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was everybody, everything that I paid for, I got all that money back just from people sharing it and saying, hey, how can we donate? Cash happening. You know, them on just helping, just them little $25. And, you know, with my reach, you know, and, and it turned out it was so good. Everybody had a great time. Everybody's coming back to me talking about how can we do some more stuff like this, which we are going to do more. We're doing plenty more things yeah. like that. Even me, I'm doing free basketball camps. A lot of that's coming soon. So anybody that follow me, if you got kids coming, I want to do free camps. I want to do all that. Just okay. really giving back in the best way that I can. When I know, I know your boy Southside Chief, he uh, was doing the same kind of thing. Yeah. And then PNB Rock just stole his his whole logo. Oh yeah. Everything. I know that's a big beef right now. Yeah, that's, that's a big on. beef, man. I sort of I sort of did the Homer Simpson and, and went off into the bushes on him. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, that's a big yeah. He he's really mad <laughs> he's about going that. For it. Yeah, he's man. Chief is Chief is a man. I, I mess with Chief, man. He's 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 a uh, grinder too. He's been so, around for a minute too. Been doing it. For yeah, like 10 he does years. work, man. Me and him made a lot of magic together too. Yeah. So it's like joining forces. You know, shout out to Neil too, uh, Minnesota stand up. Mm-hmm. He put he put me and Chief together. You know, and he, um, me and Chief made a lot of great work. And it's like Minnesota. I don't think we do that a lot, but I think it just helps when people come together. It's like, man, hey, I'm a, I'm Superman. You Batman. Let's go and save the world together. If we join forces, we can get way more done. But I feel a lot of people just be in their own little worlds. And I, you know, I, I go out to LA and I'm like, I didn't even know you were from Minnesota. I didn't, I never heard about you. A lot of people don't share, you know, I only know my little circle, which I feel we all need to come together and do that. Well, and that's the crazy thing too. Cause like, I mean, it probably worked and, and not to say that chief wouldn't do that regardless, but it, it, it's like, maybe he was more open to it because you were the comedy realm, you know, you were doing more of the vines and the videos where he's doing music. And I feel like a lot of people in this yep. state doing music, it's almost like they're like, I don't want my music to be altered or something. Maybe hearing someone else's, like, I, like, like Wayne, this is a, a quote by Wayne. Wayne's yeah. like, I don't listen to anybody else's stuff because I only want to hear my own. You know what right. I mean? And I feel like a lot of people have that mindset here to like the 10th yeah. degree. Like they're like, I don't want to yeah. hear anybody else's, my stuff's the best stuff. That's all I want to listen to. Yeah, see then, me, I'm, I'm, I'm opposite, man. I, I love watching different people's comedy. Like, I'm always influenced by stuff. You know, if I see something that's funny, I'll be like, I'm trying to add that in a way to my my craft and make mine a little bit funnier. You know, like, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, but like you were saying, though, that's um, Minnesota people. Yeah, you're right on point with that. I don't know how that'll change, man. I, I feel like it's we're a very long, long way because there's a lot of talented people here that a lot of people will never even know about. Like there's some crazy talent here. That's facts. That's facts. I rem- I, I don't even know. I don't even know what you do with that. The science, man, it's the science behind the whole thing. Me and my, my guy, Neil, we have a talks about it. It's like, man, how, how is it? Like, it's like a lot of these things go hand in hand. Like just say, for instance, like Bobby Smurder, we have the internet now, which, you know, you could get, directly to the whole world with you know one post and he had like one little thing in his video like the throwing the hat off Mm -hmm. and like that caught fire and then they caught fire to him a lot of people you know they have to become more open-minded to things because i know a lot of people are stuck in their own ways it's like nah man you got to be open to different stuff you know not Mm -hmm. saying change you but even my little brother like you know shout out to jay harlan he 
he's he's open-minded to me and what i've been saying has been working his followers been growing his listeners been growing everything but he's he's really listening to me i'm trying to tell him like hey man we can do this with the videos we can you know collab with this person maybe a shout out for shout out get, get in front of we got to get in front of more eyes you know mm -hmm. obviously it's the it's the the product which our content whatever you have to offer and then it's different ways around it so it's not just that because there's a plenty great artists out here but you don't have a social media you you still selling cds bro it's 2020 you got to get with the wave man are you going to get left behind and that goes with everybody no matter what you're doing you have to understand where this world's going you know what i mean like mm -hmm. if you ain't you ain't i heard a good quote someone saying man people trying to fix the the engine while they're already up in the air you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying it's like nah dog you gotta work on that before you even take flight you know have all that stuff in order but yeah i'm, I'm I love it, man. This I couldn't believe that I'm making this much money just on the internet alone. Like I would have never believed this was where my life took me. That's a blessing. Yeah. And it's crazy because you still got so much more to accomplish. Yeah, this is just the beginning, man. I'm yeah. and I, I still like I ain't gonna say doubt, but I still go through those moments where I'm like, should I post that? Should I not? And I need to have more belief in in my my content. Well, even movies, because I'm like, all right, I do I could do skits quick as heck. Let me just start putting out movies. You pull out cool I think you need a show for sure. I mean the the MN hip hop show. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Man, that like did that. numbers too, man. We and we was it was getting so much buzz out in LA. People were yeah. loving it. I was going to LA, people was like, Man, that's dude from the Love Slam Hip Hop Minnesota. I'm like, Yeah, I'm like, dang, this is this is is out there. That that needs to be a thing. That should be. I mean, too bad. You, like, and I don't even know how you line that up. Like, maybe Will would know more about that because I definitely don't. But yeah. I mean, too bad you didn't have like the seasons done and have some sort of connect where you could have gone straight to like Netflix. You know See, that's the business side. That's I took a lot of time off just learning the business side too because I didn't know nothing. Prior. I'm just out there just doing it. Now mm -hmm. I'm understanding like, hey man, this is this that content was gold. Like we could have really pitched that. That's funny. Yeah, like that that's was dope. funny stuff. And it we had dope. big names on that that did that all for free. You know, like yep. And I'm like, man, and they on season two, like people were just, you know, I got a huge network, man. Putting all them dots together and even Chief, you know, we it's just like you gotta It is a lot going. of work for what you guys did too, because it's yep. like you did a lot of different locations. You had a lot yep. of different storylines. It was yep. not simple. It was we, not it wasn't just sitting in your, your living room, okay, here's today's made up episode about nothing. Me and Chief was was working, man. We put a lot of work into that. I'm talking about sleepless nights sometimes, editing. But you know what we did? And this this may can help some people out there. We gave ourselves a deadline. So we really put the pressure on ourselves. Like, we need this episode out. So we were. I'm going to tell you how dope that was. We were creating that story as it went. So we were just up on some mastermind. Like, all right, this what happened. Well, we could do this. We can do this. And we we just did it. And, and was consistent about it. That's what was so dope about that. But money started getting low because we started having to put money into to it. You know, a lot of, you know, now I had no income coming in. We all focused on the show. Now we needed, you know, some money. So we, we stopped. But if we had some bread, like even now we could do it. We could spark it back up now with no problem. And then just kill it. Is Chief the one who was videoing that whole thing? Yeah, he, he shot the whole thing. Yeah. Sometimes dope. I had to shoot it. Like when his scenes, I would hold the camera. So, you know, me and him were just... Bouncing he, out, but he's a monster with the editing, so he was, you know, <laughs> he's up all night. Even, you know, we had the Breakfast Club on there, so me and him were, we were making a lot of moves happen. You know, we had to 
we had to get quick scenes like the one with DC Young Fly. We literally, he was coming through the door. I had to whisper in his ear, like, hey, I'm just going to act like I'm trying to sell you the CD. All right, come on, let's go. Literally five seconds, but now we got DC Young Fly in an episode. But it's like, you know, them, them, them season the moment opportunities, man. You got to do it. You got to take it. That's crazy. That's like that Bowfinger Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like faking everybody's in the movie that wasn't in the movie. You know what I mean? Look, man. Look-alikes. Damn. I didn't even see that. I got to see that. That is hilarious. What's it called? Bowfinger. It's uh, Eddie Murphy, um, Steve Martin. And the whole movie is like, dude's got no budget, but he's making a movie with all these stars, finds these lookalikes, but then catches the real people in public that they don't even know oh. they're in the movie. It's you you'd mess wow. with the idea of it. It's hilarious. Like the idea Dang, I'm about to check that out. Yeah. The idea is crazy. But yeah, Steph, that's... You're also the king of Dave and Busters. Where where come does that skill come from? Come on now. I'm gonna tell you the whole thing. So oh, I got a story for y'all. So Dave and Busters legend, you're looking at him. I'm I so I, I go to Dave and Busters, right? One I'm day it was you a, in. It was a it was a, a Groupon. So the Groupon was 55% off of points. So I was like, you know, I'm like, all right, I went up there. I start playing a game. I was playing this football game. I, I got the I kept getting a high score. Then I start breaking the numbers down. I'm like, hold up. If I keep doing this game all day, <laughs> I could get a hundred thousand points. You know, I literally did the math in my head, and it was gonna cost me $80. Or a hundred dollars, so I would. I knew I could get the high score, so it cost me a hundred dollars, and then I can get a uh, a Nintendo Switch or whatever prizes behind. They got PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, a lot of that stuff. Nintendo Switch is going for two seventy five, none less. So I'm like, hey, that's one hundred seventy five dollars. So I started treating it like a job. You know what I mean? <laughs> but check this out. Well, how it made sense was the Groupon was fifty five percent off, and then on Wednesdays the games are fifty percent off. So I would go on Wednesdays which would make the most sense. So now it's just these games were super cheap. I'm talking about, okay, so let me tell you what happened. I'm the reason, and I apologize to everybody in the world, that the, the milk jug toss was at once, it was at $1,000 for five jugs. Now it's at 500 They took it down because of me. One day I'm in there, so I'm playing my, my regular game, which is only like 250 for every jackpot. I see this guy Wednesday morning early. He's doing the same thing as me. It's called the milk jug toss. Throwing a little milk thing, into the thing, every time he's getting five in a row. So I'm sitting there watching, I'm like, what the, how the heck is he doing this? So he's been doing this for years too, by the way. I messed up his hustle. Apologize, buddy. For <laughs> so he's just in there just doing five in a row, just racking up thousands of points. I'm like, man, I need to learn how to do this. So like, like anything else, consistency. I was in there 0 for 5, 0 for 5, 0 for 5, a couple days. Then I, okay, 2, 2 for 5, 3 for 5. I kept getting better and better. So now I'm just just as good as he is. I'm five. We have both machines early in the morning, right when Dave and Buster's open. They already know us managers, everything. We in there playing. <laughs> run, 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 jackpot, jackpot, jackpot. You know, crowds around us sometimes. But uh, one day, no lie, I got I want I want to uh, I got six Nintendo Switches in one day. What? Now me being the hothead that I am. I, I'm posting on, you know, everything I do is content. You're so now I'm on yourself. Real life. I'm content and everything. So I post this online and I'm thinking I'm going to get a million. I get a lot of views off it, but I'm like, whoa, it backfired because, you know, David Busters, they it instantly gets back to them. And now I'm on the radar. Like, all right, this dude is milking us. 
because I won six. I probably spent, no exaggeration, probably about $350. I won six Nintendo Switches in one day from Dave & Buster's. Come on now. I'm, I got to go on the record books. Or they got to ban me. But then, you know, one time, I, I think it's good to advertise, because kids, you can't do that. You got to be, first and foremost, the eyeball coordinator. It's very hard to do it. I just make yeah. it look easy because, you know, I do the under school. And, uh, you know, and then all that. And then I was, you know, they can't kick me out. You know, they see that I'm online. And how's that going to look? Mm. Y'all won't believe they kicked me out. They've been busted. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not going to look good for me, especially with the internet. They probably thinking like, all right, we need to just let them run it up. <laughs> but, yeah, man, six six Nintendo Switches in one day. It's so easy. And I go there. Like, me and my kids go there. I get free food because it's literally cost me, like, 37 cents for a whole big thing of nachos and uh, what's them called? Buffalo wings. So I eat for free. It's just, I love Dave Buster. Shout out to him, man. I need that. I need that partnership. <laughs> that, that was the craziest part. Cause I remember I watched the videos. I watched all of those because I was like, how is this dude getting free food? A, we're winning prizes on top of getting the free food. Yeah, man. And hustle, <laughs> hustle, man. Figured it out. And yeah. then I was selling my, I sell them on eBay. Just go post them on eBay. They're instantly gone. It got to, it got so sweet to a point where I already had pictures of them. So I already know like, all right, I'm about to go grab three of them. So I already sell them and they would already be sold. And then I would go and get them from Dave and Buster's. Usually I would swipe them out. So I'd have to go to the other Dave and Buster's to go get them. So yeah, I was running it up, man. Yeah. I, re I remember before I moved to Minneapolis, uh, like two years ago, I had you on Snapchat. I'm like, bro, how is this dude coming out with Nintendo Switches every single time he goes there? And you were getting multiple at a time. I'm like, this dude yeah. legendary, or he must know somebody, or he I started getting I started getting known for the Dave and Buster dude, man. <laughs> he catching them when they uh swapping the tickets out the machines. He he robbed. Nah, it was it was all hard work, man. They checked the count. I know they were on me. They were like, man, how is he? Nope, I'm playing it fair. This is the game. Fair, fair game, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Legendary. They're about to break yeah, phone. I, I'm good at everything in Dave and Buster's too now. It's just like I'll go if my next date, I'm gonna impress her. Oh my god, we got thirty thousand tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was just 20 minutes. Come on now. All the jack fries. What you want, that big bear? Come on. <laughs> get to get two. Huh. Yeah, and ladies, hey, you can rent me for any fair. You know what I'm saying? $500. I'm winning prizes. Yeah, come on. $500. I'm gonna come rent me. You know, any fair you want to go to look good? Leave with the bears? No. <laughs> Yeah, man, you know, funny. I also want to talk to you about some of my other favorite videos. My all-time favorite video of yours, by far, is the bait car in the hood. Oh yeah, that's funny. That's that that was the first, my first big viral. I think was it? It might have been my second. Yeah, I I still repost that. I still repost that video all day. That's the Not funniest day, video, bro. bro. That is the funniest video. Me and Unk, take Drake. Yeah, shout out to Unk, man. Shout out to Unk, Tangy, man. I got a team. Yeah, Unk's funny, too. That was one take. Yeah, I told him. But this is the funny thing with Unk, too, because he just, like, believes in what I I'm like, trust me, this is going to work. I set the camera there. I told him what we're going to do. He didn't believe in it. Like, man, nah, man, this is, you ain't understand. But it's like, trust me, just act like this. And, and, and like I said, I added the little sirens in there, and that thing took off. It's do, it did millions. Dude, yeah. that's the funniest. That's the funniest. Oh, funny. But that's how it really be in the shows. Like, they be in the shows really like that. I can't go to jail. Yeah, I can't go to jail either. 
Come on, get in the front seat. Get in the, get, get in the driver's seat. <laughs> That's funny, man. So, what's your relationship like with Unk? How'd you how'd you two end up collabing? You know, so my boy Zay, shout out to Zay, the, the guy. I don't know if y'all see. He's a, uh, another shooter that I have in most of my videos. He was but at the gym with us. He was pulling from deep. Yep, that's him. That's yeah. his real with uncle. the hair. Yep. 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 Goonie Zay. Yeah, him. His that's his real uncle, and we just call him Unk from there. Like Unk, me and Unk, I, I met him through um, Zay. And his energy was just, you know, he like a young soul. Like, he got that good energy. And I was like, and he was funny. So I was like, man, we can we can make some magic together, man. Get in these videos with me, huh? They're going to love you more than me if you really, you know. That's a fact. Hey, I got one more thing. Who was that dude at the park with the big-ass shoes? That was what I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> we call him Bigfoot. Just know that's Bigfoot. Nah, he that on, on the real. I already the cats out there already told people that's my boy, man. It was all strategy, it was all strategic. You know, one day my boy pulled up with him. I said, "This is how we gonna do this." And um, I said, "I really wanted to get. Every, I wish I had a better camera for this particular video because I wanted to get everybody's real reaction." So I was recording as he walked up, and was people just cracking up, just looking at him like, "No way," you know what I mean, like. And what he, size, the bro? About as he could really play basketball with them. So he, <laughs> shout out to Scrap, man. Scrap and Tangy. These guys are hilarious. He, he, he did, he, he hooped with them perfectly. And, um, what size, miles, bro? 2021. 20, Shaq shoes. Yep. The rich, the, the real 21 Savage. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were saying, I said, he was, this is what the looters got. I said, if you were one of the last looters, this is what you would get. You know? <laughs> If he was looting, man, this is the only thing left, and he was definitely in there looting. The best is when he was running, dude. He had to actually mess the car up, though. When you guys, oh were yeah, he he hit. He it straight up punched it. Scrap is so like it wouldn't have been that big if he didn't do what he did. Like it would have yeah. been funny if we looked at him, but he sold it so well. That's the it's that like, was, man. It's realistic, bro, and it's funny, like. You know, I thought that it, was real. I, you yeah, did, everybody I did. And, and, and on, some pers- on some real stuff, I, me personally, I would never just record someone like that. Like, I, I, that ain't right to me, but it was funny, you know what I'm saying, because it was a skit. But he, he sold it. I didn't know he was going to sell it that good. He was unreal. Like, the acting was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, and you did a movie, too, with T. Hud. Yeah, shot three to flee. Shout out three to Troy three. Hudson, man. Yeah, Troy, I, Troy was I, I, supposed to come on the show. He, he, I don't know what happened. He was supposed to come on about two weeks ago, told me he was all down, and then I don't know what came up. I haven't heard from him since. Yeah, you got to get on his heels, man. He, yeah, to, I'm gonna, I'm I, me too. I gotta get, I'm going to get on his heels too because we, we, we still had some more projects in the works. So I need to get on his heels too. I'm going to bring it up. I'm like, come on, man. Get on that show, man. Tell us come about on. Three to Flee. Three to Flee, man. Great movie. It was about... Um, Pretty much what's happening with the kids, like how much stuff can happen in that year, like how the kids should be going to the NBA. And it was about a a kid that um, was supposed to go to NBA, you know, All-American, all that. And with the new college rule, they switched the rules. So now I had to go to college. And then all that stuff that happened within that year of me going to college, you know what I mean? Like I ended up getting, my mom got evicted from her house i ended up having to sell drugs and just a lot of stuff that can happen you know in that time and and just all like why why kids should be able to go straight to the nba yeah y'all should check that i don't know where to get it from right now because i was just looking for it 
I know we can stream it some somewhere. Dude, I'd love to check um, it out. Yeah, three to flee, man. Trey Hudson. Shout out to Trey Hudson and shout out to Will Harris because Will Harris shot that. And that was my first movie, and they really were, they believed in me. You know, this mm -hmm. was when I first got on it. I didn't really know what I was doing, but they both believed in me. And shout out to them for that. Yeah, Trey Hudson, man. I think I think that's something you gotta you gotta get into more. I, I definitely see. Um, I mean, I'm not I'm not. I, I feel like I'd be doing you a disservice to say that you're just like him because this man is probably top five most talented human beings on the planet. But Jamie Foxx, you know, oh, you got yeah. kind of that vibe with a lot of your man, appreciate it. But Jamie Foxx, man, that, that's that's a mean one to, to throw at your face because he's he's most greatest. Yeah, man, he's a goat. He's he's so multi talented too, man. He doesn't yeah. just do one thing, man. Dude, he can sing. He he's funny. He's serious. Naturally, yeah. Just he's one of them dudes. God bless. He's he's insane. Yeah. One of them ones, as I would say. <laughs> yep, one of them ones. But I mean, I, I see a lot of similarities. Like, uh, for me, Jamie Foxx show was something that I was a big, big fan of growing up. Um, somehow I snagged all the DVDs. Um, but I can see a lot of the same similarities in the skits, like from when he was in there with Fancy and stuff like that. So yeah, man, I appreciate that, man. That's something you got to yeah. get after, because I can, I can totally see a sitcom. You need to get that uh, the, the hip-hop show here back on. Yep. I think that's a ticket. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Steph, we appreciate you coming on, man, and we'd love to have you back whenever you want to come back. Man, anytime, man. I'm 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 gonna just keep keep adding, keep trying to get bigger and bigger, man. Get back on the show and tell you what else I got. Man, I got 13 movies, I got three shows, I got a Lamborghini. Nah, I'm just saying, but yeah, <laughs> I would love to get back on here, man. I appreciate both of y'all. And I'm down yes. the hoop, man. Send me that hoop uh invitation. You know, I'll come up, get buckets, leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> We'll get you. We'll get you. Put me on your team. You know what I mean? I already had your team pre-ready because you're going to stay on there the whole day if you get me. <laughs> That's fine with me. I'll set screens and pass the ball. That's fine. Yeah, my man, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Love. Appreciate I'm you. Back into these Atlanta streets, man.